0: You're listening to Words of Wisdom with Shelby podcast, where we will talk to seniors within our community who have nothing but great stories to share from a lifetime of experience, wisdom to pass along and knowledge that can make a difference in your life. And when we're finished, don't forget to call your grandma. In this episode of Words of Wisdom with Shelby podcast, I had the pleasure of sitting down with my dear friend's grandma, Eileen Beck Keeler. She was born on April 19th, 1931 and recently turned 90 years old. She got married at the age of 17 years old and has lived a beautiful life thus far, traveling around learning a lot and sharing with us her words of wisdom something that she said that I thought was really awesome and blew me away was what you give is what you get. If you have good vibes and you give off positive energy with a smile, that is what you shall receive in return. So I hope after listening to this, you learn a thing or two. And if anything, walk away with some good vibes and spread it into the world with every person that you see. Thanks so much for tuning in. Enjoy and let me know if you have anyone you think I can speak with who would like to be on Words of Wisdom with Shelby podcast.
1: All right, great. So today we have Eileen joining me for the podcast. Eileen, thank you again so much for joining.
2: Thank you. You're very welcome.
1: (laughs) So um, Eileen, how old are you? 90 90 you just turned 90 correct yes yes you had a big birthday with the family right
2: i did it was wonderful
1: wow what's it like to be 90 how does it feel
2: the same as 89
1: really no different
2: (laughs) no different at all (laughs) as a matter of fact it's strange that I even got this far.
1: Does it not feel real? It,
2: you're right. Correct.
1: Wow. Is it, Um. does it feel like time has flown by?
2: Oh, by all means.
1: Really? Yes, ma'am. So where were you born 90 years ago?
2: In Ford City, Pennsylvania, Armstrong County.
1: Okay, wonderful. Did you have any siblings growing up?
2: I had one brother who was four and a half years older than me.
1: Okay, great. And then did you spend a lot of time then over there um, growing up in, in Pennsylvania or did you go somewhere else?
2: Well, I lived there for, for 17 years and then I got married.
1: Wow. Married at 17? Yes, ma'am. Oh Wow. When you think back to that time, what was it like getting married at 17?
2: It was fabulous. (laughs) 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 I had a wonderful husband and we, he was in, ended up being in the service and we did a lot of traveling and.
1: how did you both meet?
2: We lived in the same hometown.
1: Okay. How long did you date before you got married?
2: Six months.
1: Wow. Was that kind of the norm at that time? Or was it a situation where you knew that you loved him and you wanted to be with him?
2: Well, it was his idea.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: He was 24 and I was only 17. So he was ready to have a family and settled down which we did not do
1: you did not do
2: no we when were, did well he was in in the national guard and uh we ended up uh he ended up being recalled for is that the korean war one of those
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh so we moved a lot
1: what sorts of places did you move to?
2: Well, we lived in Germany for three years, twice. We lived in uh, Georgia and Indiana. just I can't think of any others, but I'm sure there were other- Oh, Kansas. We mm-hmm. spent a lot of time moving.
1: What was that like living in various places? Did you like I moving? Loved
2: I loved it. Yeah. We met lots of interesting people and mm-hmm. saw different, lots of different places.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was very much happy with that.
1: Oh, wonderful. Did you um did you learn anything as you were traveling all around?
2: Well, I learned that it was nice to meet other people and and find other places and and experience other people's cultures, differences and mm-hmm ways of doing things and broaden my horizons, I guess you would say. Mm
1: -hmm. Was there, can you think of anybody from any of those places that you feel like impacted your life, having met them?
2: I think everybody did. Mm -hmm. Somewhat, you know, in their own special way. Mm -hmm. Nothing that jumps out at me, but I did make some good friends and I have friends and acquaintances, pretty much the ones that haven't passed away. Of course, anybody my age is uh, usually no longer with us, but
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I do still have friends that live in uh, various other states.
1: Do you keep in touch with them?
2: I do at Christmas time. Really? I throw Christmas cards that I have made at Walmart with usually picture of my house or me or, you know, different
1: things. So you'll send out the Christmas cards Christmas time to all of your friends and then you'll get, will they send you their cards?
2: Yes, ma'am. They do.
1: So that's how you can keep up and see how everyone's doing.
2: Exactly. Yes.
1: Do you ever try and call them or anything like that? Sometimes
2: I do. Yes. (laughs) But not a lot.
1: Do you ever use, so my grandmother is 95 and I have tried time and time again to get her to use the cell phone. Do you ever use the cell phone? Do you ever do anything on there? Oh, really? So you do use it?
2: Oh certainly. <clears throat> oh, good
1: for you. Tell her what kind of phone you
2: have. That's the only phone I have.
1: She has an like, iPhone. <laughs> you have an iPhone? Yes. <laughs> do you go do what do you do on it? Do you do any of the social media stuff?
2: Pretty much not. <laughs> <laughs> I do answer it. Most You answer it. That's the most important thing.
1: Oh good for you. Good for you. So um, how long were you married for?
2: 49 and a half years. My husband okay. ended up having um, oh,
1: pneumonia.
2: No, he had, uh, I can't think of it, but he was sick for about five and a half years and oh, died so sorry. in
1: 1998. Do you you like to, do you think about him? I'm sure you think about him often and think about all the good times you had.
2: Oh, I say my thanks to him every day.
1: Really? He was
2: such a smart man and and made all of uh, his decisions so well that I'm still living on the decisions Mm -hmm. that he made at that time when he was living.
1: What kind of decisions?
2: Well, he, uh, before, when he retired, he did a uh, beneficiary, left me mm-hmm. with uh, beneficiaries, and so I'm, and then he, having been in the military and retired in the military, he's buried at Arlington Cemetery, so I... Hopefully, we'll be buried there also. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a very good planner. I have all his military benefits and all of the medical, which is fabulous.
1: Oh,
2: so I'm good. just grateful to him. How about
1: here. your... Yeah, for setting you up. Yes, And so how about, you know, 49 and a half years? That's a long time. What did you learn in, um, you know, having a marriage for that long? Anything you would pass along? Or I'm sure that you told your grandkids as they got married. Oh,
2: I sort of let my children and grandchildren figure it out on their own. I don't like to be bossy, although they think I am.
1: <laughs> so you try to keep your opinion to yourself?
2: Well, if asked, I liberally give it, but I try not to uh, impart my wisdom on anybody that's not willing to listen. Let's put it out.
1: I think that's safe. I think that's a safe route. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: What about what if you were to give advice so it doesn't have to be to your grandkids um, and it doesn't have to be specific to their relationships but what if you were to give advice on just overall marriage or overall love relationships
2: well my view on that is be willing to give and take Mm -hmm. you know you just nowadays it seems like a lot of people think if things aren't going well, they'll just say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And in my day and age, that would never happen or rarely because people made amends and learned to cooperate along mm-hmm. better. I think that's just my personal opinion.
1: Mm. I think that's good advice. My grandma always, so I would always ask her, what, um, what do you think is one of the most important things to have in a relationship or what was important to her? And she would say to be able to laugh together. What were some things that you think you had that were important or that you suggest for others?
2: Oh, we always kissed a lot and hugged a lot, and,
1: and
2: we're best friends, as well as lovers, I guess, mm-hmm. and you just learn to appreciate the other person more as years go by.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful, that's very sweet, so a lot of affection and being each other's best friend.
2: Oh, definitely. That's very important. Mm
1: -hmm. Did you have a lot of best friends throughout
2: your life? Um, Not a lot. A lot of people, acquaintances, I always called them because we moved so much and didn't stay in one place a long time except towards the end of my life, I did longer. Mm -hmm. But uh, mostly... It was not as lengthy. Mm-hmm. And then for five and a half years, I took care of my. Oh, he had Parkinson's disease.
1: Parkinson's.
2: Just thought of it. I took care of him for five and a half years with that. Wow. Wow. Which was fine. I'd, we when he was diagnosed, they told us exactly what would happen, and it did. And
1: mm-hmm. we
2: were good with that. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I'm sure you cherished uh, a lot of your moments together.
2: Oh, we did. We did.
1: Mm-hmm. Upon getting news
2: like that, that's important.
1: And you said you think of him every day.
2: Oh, definitely. Yes, ma'am.
1: Oh, so He's sweet.
2: Always in my brain.
1: and how many children did you have
2: three 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 children
1: three boys and then how many grandkids do you have
2: Eight. eight eight wow eight uh six i mean three i think there's six girls and two boys
1: that's a lot. You have great grandkids.
2: <laughs> I have two great-grandchildren now and the one on the way.
1: <gasps> Aww.
2: finally. I was a grandmother <laughs> at 40. Did not have a great grandchild till I was 83.
1: Oh my word.
2: Yeah. That? So <laughs> now
1: you're like, please give me all the great grandkids.
2: <laughs> I don't. Put that burden on anybody
1: <clears throat> yeah true very true. I just
2: <clears throat> whatever suits them mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. That's, and whenever they're expecting i just say your life will never be the same again <laughs> <laughs> that's my sage advice your life will never be the same that's for sure mm-hmm. right
1: so of all these roles so you're a great grandmother a grandmother and a mother do you have is it could you pick a favorite role or which one is the most fun what's it like being a grandma tell me a little bit more
2: well being a mother is the most responsibility being a grandmother is more fun Mm -hmm. being a great grandmother you just sit and observe (laughs) <laughs> Don't have the energy and strength to do much else.
1: <laughs> and I feel like that mapped it out perfectly. <laughs> oh, so a lot of responsibility as a mother.
2: Oh, yes. Mm. And my husband was away a lot. So I had the children on my own a lot, which was fine. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. big and strong at that time. Good for you never said wait till your father comes home
1: you never said that no so you were you played kind of both roles while he was away I guess I did I
2: really never thought of it that way Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. did you work um did you have any specific career or anything
2: well whenever after the children were all let's see in grade school and uh, I worked in the school system for twenty years as an instructional aide, which I wow. love
1: wow. it was a
2: it was a fun thing,
1: yeah, what did you love about it?
2: well, it was I always said i had wore the white hat. The teacher was the bad guy mm-hmm. because. She just made us do whatever we didn't want to do, but we did it anyway, you know, and that's what I would tell the kids. I said, mm-hmm. you don't want to do this? That's fine. I don't either, but let's just get it over with. <laughs> and they would go with that. They loved that.
1: That's so fun. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> you did
1: that for how many years, you said? 20. Wow, that's a long time.
2: I was... uh five years with kindergarten, mm-hmm. then I worked in first, second, and third grade for a while, and then I was in fourth, fifth, and sixth. Mm-hmm. I kept progressing, at least I <clears throat> didn't <still> <clears throat> you, Yeah, you, I kept, always, you kept moving. I always enjoyed it and always had a good rip, uh, rapport with everybody. Mm -hmm. which was a good thing because I worked for most of the teachers in the school that I worked at.
1: What did you think about, so fourth, fifth, fourth and fifth graders, you said, right?
2: And six, yes.
1: And six. I feel like the girls (laughs) at that time, they liked to gossip. What did you think about? Oh,
2: some of them were wild because I worked in a special needs school Mm -hmm. and some of them were bigger than me and, probably more wise and worldly in some ways. Mm -hmm. But I seem to get along with them and I'm not quite sure why. I I guess I was always the one that they had fun with rather than they had to be strict with.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you were somewhat of their friend.
2: I guess so. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, but enough to feel comfortable with them at -hmm. all times.
1: That's really special. I'm sure that you impacted a lot of people's lives doing that.
2: I think I did. Yeah. Which was fun as well.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And lived in the community where the school was, so... I would meet the kids and their parents on the street as well. Mm -hmm. So I pretty much knew the whole community during that time.
1: Where was this at?
2: Alexandria, Virginia. I worked in Fairfax County.
1: Oh, okay, nice. And so you're in Florida right now, correct?
2: Yes, I am.
1: And you're moving up north.
2: Yes, I'm over
1: to the area. To Virginia
2: yes yes
1: are you super excited
2: <laughs> no <laughs> I I've become accustomed to Florida
0: mm-hmm.
2: And I am happy to be out of here in the summer because it gets beastly hot here in the summer
1: oh gosh oh gosh so well that'll be nice yes Then I'm sure maybe the winter time. I don't know.
2: I hope to be back in winter. (laughs) I'm keeping my apartment, if you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited because I hope to be able to meet you in person when you're up with the family in Virginia.
2: Oh, good. Do you live in Virginia? I do. Yep. I'm
1: right by Maxie. So so I hope (laughs) to be able to see you.
2: Well, I used to live in what was called Alexandria, but down on Route 1.
1: That's awesome. Was yep. it very, I'm sure it was very different then than what it is now.
2: Actually, that area hasn't changed a whole lot, oh, which good. is amazing. Wonderful. Part of it has, the High Blue Valley area has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The area right where I w- lived Gregory Drive was last time I was here, which is a couple years ago now. <clears throat> it was pretty normal. <laughs> the same as it had been. <laughs> there are some um, things that never change, you know.
1: Yeah, some things never change. Very few of them. <laughs> well, Eileen, I'm going to ask you just a few more questions and then I'll let you jump off so you can get to your jeopardy. Okay um let's see what is what are what's something that you've experienced in your life that you think taught you a really big lesson
2: i i can't point to one thing i would say it's probably sounds stupid but i think everything and every day was a lesson mm-hmm. and everything I did was helpful.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I can that's remember, cool. that's great. I can remember telling my nephew that I learned something every day when I was working in the kindergarten class and he laughed at me and said, but you work in the kindergarten with kindergarten kids. I said, <laughs> you think they don't teach you something? Come and visit sometime, you know, mm-hmm. that you can learn something from everybody, no matter where you are.
1: I love that. So you're learning every day.
2: Oh, and I still am.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
2: I live in a great neighborhood that if I sit in my garage, There's always somebody comes by and teaches you something new or Mm -hmm. explains something that you've never heard of before, Mm -hmm. even at 90.
1: (laughs) Always learning. I think that's wonderful. That's great. Always. Is there anyone um, in your life that you would say has been the most impactful?
2: I would say my husband. Mm -hmm. He did more for me and with me and and just was super great guy. Absolutely.
1: That's so sweet. What was his name? Edward. Edward. Ed- yes. Ah, uh, so sweet. Um, all right, so I guess. I'll ask you just maybe one more question, let you jump off. What would you say? So, the podcast is called Words of Wisdom. What would you say are your words of wisdom from Eileen?
2: Oh my gosh. I don't know if I have any or not. <laughs>
1: any any Once you have advice, a child,
2: your life will never be the same. That, well, that would be my biggest, I guess. <laughs>
1: anything any like life advice
2: I think getting through life happily I think you need to be smiling a lot and pleasant Mm -hmm. you know what you I guess my word of wisdom is what you get give you get I love
1: that can you, can, so I think that's great. Can you elaborate just a little bit more what you give oh, your I guess? think
2: if, if you give good vibes, good mm-hmm. wishes, good pleasant chit-chat or advice or whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that it comes back to you. That oh, that's never, wonderful. Never wasteful. And I don't understand people who are grumpy and mean and hateful and want to kill each other and all this it drives me crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's really great advice. Thank that you. Is, that is wonderful. I love that. I am all about it. Give out but good vibes and what you give out will come back to you. Always. Oh, that's so great. Well, thank you so much for giving your time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. And I know that whoever listens will learn a thing or two from you. So there we go. Someone's going to be learning, just like you said.
2: Thank you. I hope I didn't make it a bad interview.
1: (laughs) You did wonderful by being yourself. (laughs)
2: i don't know any other person to be that's the problem
1: Uh, no (laughs) that's the good thing (laughs) all right well thank you so much eileen have a nice evening with maxi and thanks again for doing this with
2: me you're very welcome